Hello, 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 everyone. It's official. Season one is live and we are ready to dive in with episode one. If you've been following me prior to the show launch, I'm sure you've learned what this is all about. But just in case, if you're brand new, I'm your host, Taylor Danielle, here to share my journey living with type 2 diabetes and my goal to reverse it. Now, I really want to ensure that we're creating conversations on how we can make lifestyle changes to reverse or naturally manage diabetes. I hope this inspires you to do so, too. Everything I share is real, and I promise to keep it that way. I want us to share quality information and perspectives so we can go out into the world and make a change. With that, I want to start by sharing how all this began for me and why I'm here today. Foundations are important, so I wanted to ensure that you guys understood the background and what got me to this point and why I'm so adamant about um, really making a change now. So let's get started. You're listening to Healing in Hindsight, a health and wellness podcast where we strive to conquer type 2 diabetes, hosted by me, Taylor Danielle. When I was first diagnosed, I didn't have a lot of people around my age who lived similar lifestyles to learn from. I want you to know you're not alone and we'll have real, honest, and vulnerable conversations about it all. Here, I share my struggles, tips, and more. Okay, so how did all of this start? Um, Well, basically, I was 25 years old, um, literally weeks away from turning 26, and I had been experiencing some strange physical symptoms the past couple of months at that time. Um, I was living with my ex, and I was out of work trying to figure out my next move. I had missed too many days at work and just with the weird issues I was having with my body, um, you know, the attendance policy for that job at the time was, was very strict. And even with doctor's notes, um, I was basically writing the line. So I had to step away from that job, um, just because it was, uh, there was no way that I could guarantee that I was going to be, you know, able to, um, adhere to that policy. So, um, you know, all of these things were happening to me, you know, fainting. Um, uh, my mouth was like super dry and sticky. Um, I could not go to sleep, uh, without having water under my pillow or near me. Um, and so I just really recognized that something was wrong and I kind of had a feeling (laughs) about it already just because, um, I've had conversations with my dad about kind of what he experienced. Both of my parents are type two diabetics as well. And so I I just kind of had a feeling that I needed to stop like ignoring the physical signs. But like everyone else, I, you know, figured, let me start with being a Google doctor first. (laughs) So I Googled everything that was happening to me because like I said, I'm a doctor and with the endless reaches of the internet, um, I could totally figure out what was wrong. I, I knew I could figure it out. There was no need for me to, you know, take the time to go see somebody about this. Right. Um, just to be clear, I am not a doctor. Everything that I share is from personal experience. If you have any questions about something that you're experiencing physically, um, everything that I share is just 
what happened to me and and my perspective on it. But please, please, please always seek a medical professional um, before you do anything or, you know, try anything just to make sure that you're not doing anything that might uh, throw your body out of whack, basically. So now that we have that out the way, um, I again, I just kind of knew something was up, even with everything that I researched, I, I had a I knew y'all like I just I just didn't want to um, have the realization or not realization, but I I was scared. I had actually spent the year prior trying to prevent myself um, from developing diabetes because, again, both of my parents are diabetics. And I knew that um, it was on both sides of my family. And I knew at some point, especially at my heaviest of 215 pounds, um, I, I needed to be sure that I wasn't next. And so I had talked to my dad about the symptoms. I had spent the year prior doing fad diets, starting workout plans, stopping workout plans, buying tummy teas, all of that crap just to prevent it. Um, but even so, I finally, you know, bit the bullet and, um, right before, you know, my insurance kind of ran out at the time, I went to go see a doctor. Um, and weeks before my 26th birthday, I had confirmation. I was a 26 year old with type two diabetes. So I'm like, how, how, like, surely I am a rarity because only if you're living with type one, could anyone possibly be a diabetic at the young age of 26? And don't worry, we'll kind of talk through this in another episode of the differences between the two. But for now, just just rock with me here, right? So I'm diagnosed. I am heading home. I've got, you know, my, my prescription um, uh, on its way to the pharmacy. And I remember talking to my dad in the car um, as I was heading to, to pick it up, um, you know, about my doctor's appointment and, um, just the, the confirmation of everything. And so he was kind of laying it out on like how the medication I was prescribed, you know, may affect me, things I should watch out for, how it makes you feel, you know, like, like dad advice. Right. Um, and it was particularly special because he already knew from experience, you know, what I could expect. Um, But at the same time, I wasn't a man in my late 40s. So it was it was tough to relate because the things that he experiences um, are still going to be different from me. Um, You know, everything was was late onset for both of my parents. So it was just kind of like. I don't know, I I didn't expect this to happen because we we lived two completely different lifestyles at 30, you know, Um, or excuse me, not 30, (laughs) 25, 26. I'm 30 now. Anyways, so after picking up my medication and alerting my friends of my new diabetic title, quote unquote, I was just home in my room, just, you know, aimlessly scrolling a line for how to manage it. Right. I, I felt like, you know, hell, this can be reversible. Right. This this can't be a permanent thing. Um I know it's possible. It has to be possible. And so with that little bit of hope, I tried to find blogs, websites, Facebook groups, anything and anywhere on the internet where I could just connect with people my age dealing with the same thing. Um, but there was no one around. It was either, you know, parents of, of type one diabetics or just older adults. And neither groups lived the lifestyle I did or were even my age. 
so what the hell was I supposed to do? Like, who could I talk to? And was there any hope for me? So as I'm thinking about all of this and still trying to find a place to belong, honestly, just, you know, to feel like I'm not this outcast person, um, because none of my friends that I was aware of at the time, you know, were experiencing this thing. It was just me. So I, I could talk to them about it, but I couldn't expect relatable information from them because they just weren't dealing with that. Um, so in those moments, like I just had this idea to create a community of my peers battling the same disease. It, it just kind of sparked in me and I sat with it and I researched, you know, as much as I could stand, uh, not only about diabetes, but, you know, about starting a blog and starting a website and all these things. And so, you know, that's when I thought like, okay, I, I should do this. I should start a blog. Right. So just, you know, that kind of led to a bunch of trial and error. Um, and so after realizing what I wanted to create, I went down the rabbit hole of creating a blog and, you know, there was definitely hope to potentially make it something more. So I signed up for webinars, courses, classes, like all the things. Um, and, you know, when I got my tax refund later on, I um, bought the domain. And so um, my best friend is a uh, creative director. Um, and at the time she was, you know, just doing regular graphic design for a corporation. So I leaned on her to create my logo and kind of give me branding 101, basically, uh, so I could set this up and, and make this real. And so I get all the plugins and the themes and, you know, get solidifying my hosting site and all the things just to get my little idea off the ground. And with all that I had gained, I created the site and it took 20 years to launch it. Not literally, but it, I just spent so much time, um, wanting it to be perfect and wanting it to look right. And wanting to appeal to an audience or, or at least present a, a part of myself that just wasn't real. You know, I, I wanted to do the things that attracted, um, this huge following and that's not, that's not what I was in it for. I wanted to, um, I wanted my peers, you know, other type two diabetics that are young adults, young professionals, um, you know, I usually hesitate to say millennials because we just get so much shit <laughs> with the title as millennials, but essentially that's the age group. Um, that's how I really wanted to reach, you know, those who were in those spaces and living with this disease, you know, in that, but I, I, I was just doing it all wrong, you know? And so I took forever to get it up and then I did a little bit with it and I even started to build a little bit of a, of a social media schedule and, you know, um, trying to build a following, but I just wasn't, it, it, it was very hard uh, for me. Um, and so months went by, I didn't have the time or energy to write, um, you know, podcasting wasn't as huge at the time. So I didn't even consider it. So I was just strictly blogging. I, I do enjoy writing. And so I thought that I could really tackle that. I really did, but I just don't have the time or energy. I still had to look for a new job. And, and even when I did, um, 
work just kind of took over, you know? Um, and then adding to that, like, you know, the relationship I was in, it was about, you know, five years off and on, it was ending. Um, and so I had moved into my own place and the job that I was in, I got, you know, my first promotion and that really was a huge deal for me. Never been promoted before. And it, w- it was into a position that I really wanted to do. I, uh, I was uh, promoted to be a training coordinator. I love training and facilitating um, in, you know, kind of a customer service format. That's where my background is. Um, so I was busy. I was busy and I was like just too tired. And, you know, I wasn't following anything that I had been told to do by my doctor or anything that I researched. So I'm just like, who would read about that? Who would read about a failure who can't even follow the basic directions of take this pill twice a day, you know, with food, right? Um, Who gives a shit about that person? I didn't think anybody did. (laughs) And so it just sat. It sat, it sat, and it sat. And um, after leaving that job, Um, I ended up reconnecting with my current and now amazing partner of three years, um, not to include the 10 plus years of knowing him, but neither here nor there. Uh, So I just started to refocus on what I call my little slice of the internet, right? Uh, I was thinking about all of my past habits, my ways of living, and just really breaking down and decoding those moments on how it got me to this current state. I decided before I even had the name and website that people, especially those my age, needed to know how serious type 2 diabetes was and that our generation had the power to make huge changes in the health and wellness space. And I do think we are seeing a little bit of that. And so I just wanted to stand out and be the person that led the charge when it came to other type 2 diabetics. And so it kind of just spiraled into this birthing and nurturing phase, you know, So if I'm just being completely transparent with you guys, like I I really wish I could say that this podcast is a result of absolute blogging success, right? (laughs) And now I just want to step from behind the keyboard to get a little closer to you. Um, But it's, it's just not that. It's simply not the case. And for the past four years, I've, I've really struggled to make Healing in Hindsight be the brand that propels you know, this mission forward. Um, you know, I I felt like I was a failure. Uh, I didn't feel like I could provide anything meaningful to you. Um, I've had way more bad days than good. And to this day, you know, I'm, I'm still a diabetic. Uh, nothing has changed as far as my health status. Um, you know, I still have bad number days. I still, um, have bingers and feel really crappy afterwards and, you know, have watched my blood sugar levels fluctuate all over the place, just trying to adjust, especially in the midst of all of this pandemic stuff. Um, so I just, you know, I felt like, Hey, there's no success story. Not yet, at least. Right. And that's kind of where I am right now. I get that I don't have all the answers and I don't have the absolute perfect roadmap to say, this is exactly what you need to do to reverse your diabetes. Right. But I don't want to give up either. And even if it's not perfect, I want to share my journey. 
And if only a few people hear this and think, you know what, I'm, I'm not going to give up either, then that's totally fine with me. Um, you know, but we can't give up. This is, this is not a, I'm trying to get fame, fortune, and all these things. Um, if something comes out of this, great. But I truly wanted to make sure that I was aligned with the vision that somebody needed to say something. Somebody needed to share that you're not alone and that I'm struggling just as much as anybody else. And when I first attempted this, it was out of desperation, honestly. It was I didn't have a job and the blog space is blowing up. Everybody's making, you know, you scroll on Pinterest and you see how I made 30K a month on my blog. You know, you see all of these things and you want that. Straight up, like there's just, there's just no ignoring that I wanted that. You know, it's, it, it sounds a little fucked up, but it's what I wanted. It's, I wanted to blog and control my schedule and, and have, um, you know, the corporate freedom, right? But at its core, my whole vision for doing this was I could not find anybody else who was my age dealing with this. And I need to figure out a way to connect with other people because it's really difficult living this life and having my lifestyle. And I I don't know how to um, manage it. So I don't want to give up on that. And we can't give up on that. So here we are. <laughs> and and maybe you're wondering, cool, so you're saying you have a blog and you're podcasting. Yes. <laughs> In fact, I've just I've just realized that I needed to combine the two. Um again, like I said, I love to write, but I just found myself being able to create more freely when I'm when I'm talking about, you know, my little corner of the internet. Um Literally, (laughs) I haven't done as much as I could have. I could be so much further along, but I don't want to waste any more time and energy criticizing myself. You know, the the shoulda, coulda, woulda rabbit hole is real, but, but I'm here now and being able to share my experiences and my struggles is all I ever really wanted. And to know that you know that this is a safe place to share yours too. So that is really the the big kind of why and and how I ended up here. Um and so you know I've I've really want to stress that I want us to be able to share everything about living with this disease and striving to conquer it. I want us to Um, have these deeper conversations on how we can make changes in our communities um, and eventually the world, because it it starts on the small scale and it does a ripple effect, you know? So um, I really want this to be a space that you can feel comfortable, you know? Uh, Because again, you're not alone. You are not the only person who may be struggling um, you know, living a, a, a very active lifestyle or a very social lifestyle and trying to navigate, you know, do I, you know, can I take my meds yet? Or, ah, oh, gosh, we're going to be drinking tonight. What should I do? You know, all of these things are stuff that I had to come up against and still do sometimes. Um, and being able to navigate it and know that you have people around you that understand that it's really important. So 
I just wanted to, to kind of do that. Um, and I hope that this kind of gives a good sense of clarity of just why I started this and why I really feel passionate about continuing to do this work, you know, even five, you know, almost six years later. Um, you know, again, I was, I was technically diagnosed at 25, um, but I turned 26 like two weeks later. So, so what, four years math, I'm, I'm, it's not my strong suit, guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm 30 years old and I'm still a type 2 diabetic and I'm still figuring it out and I'm still, you know, trying to be the glue of helping the world understand that this is important. Um, this is something that we need to check in on um, with this pandemic. I feel like there's a lot with it that mirrors being a diabetic. Um, obviously not as severe as being able to spread it. However, there are some similarities and we'll talk more in, in later episodes um, about, you know, what you can expect and how it works and even some stats um, because it's important to know how this disease is affecting the world now, um, especially in your own backyard. So I just wanted to thank you guys so much for tuning in and for giving episode one a full shot. Um, again, the entire season is live, um, so be sure to tune in. And it definitely helps to listen in order, but don't be afraid to bounce around. Um, I wanted to ensure that you had everything out up front. Um, I do work full time. So the idea of making you guys wait on the edge of your seat once a week for an episode to drop, I just felt like that was just not cool, right? Uh, so I wanted to give you something to binge, to enjoy, to dissect. Um, and I, I really do hope that it speaks to you. So hey, you know, if you really enjoyed this episode or enjoy any of the episodes in the season, uh, be sure to subscribe on your preferred listening platform so you can keep up with it and be updated when new episodes or seasons are available. And if you've got an extra minute to spare, I truly would love it if you could leave a review on iTunes so more people from our community can tune in too. And be honest, you know, I want to know how I can continue to provide meaningful content to you. Um, so just let me know. Let me know the vibe. Um, I won't promise that it'll be perfect or that I'll completely shift everything because I do want to be myself and what I provide to you guys. But if there's if there's information you want to know or insight that you want to know, you know, drop a review and let me know what you think. You can also keep up with me on Instagram at Healing in Hindsight for updates. And then, of course, I'll also have the episodes and show notes directly on my website at HealingInHindsight.com. Thank you guys so much for being here and for listening. And I hope you have a great rest of your day.